Welcome to Hey, Did I Ever Tell You About? I'm Karen Hager. Listen now as Dave Hager tells another tale from more than 50 years as a newspaper columnist and reporter. Imagine you're walking down the street with Dave when suddenly he turns and says, Hey, did I ever tell you about uh, the tornado in Kalamazoo in, in 1980, the big tornado that decimated practically the whole town? Did I ever tell you about that? Oh, tell me about it. Heck, I was there. Well, we've already done two uh, podcasts about the tornado, and this is the third one. And uh, this is a little special because, uh, uh, of course, uh, you're kind of hosting it, Karen Hager. Hi. Hi. And uh, Phyllis Rose, who has worked with me for 30 years on journalistic stuff, and she's been a she's a journalist and a travel writer, and she's on here too. So, hi, Phyllis. Hi, Dave. Hi, Karen. Hi, welcome. So we uh, we're here. Yeah, good. We're we've been talking for the last uh, two weeks about the tornado and uh, I had described what I went through and uh, where where I left it was where I was walking back to the office to write a story you know and was covering the the happenings as I walked back and it occurred to me that you know every from what I saw and everything everybody's life changed in Kalamazoo in that that half an hour that the tornado uh, came through. I probably should tell people if they haven't heard the first two shows that the tornado came on May 13th, 1980. It cut a swath right through the downtown and damaged many buildings. I think the damages were like uh, $50 million. I don't think there was a window in, in the downtown that wasn't broken. And cars were scattered all over and everything. And I got through the tornado by hiding in the basement in the courthouse. And so when it came out of the courthouse, I walked into something I'd never seen before, the downtown completely wrecked. And uh, as I said, you know, we're going through the pandemic right now, and everybody's life has changed. Well, that was 40 years ago, 1980, and a whole bunch of people's lives changed all of a sudden, too. So I think there's a kind of a connection there, maybe a crazy one, but kind of a connection, I think. So anyway, I know that uh, there were five people who were uh, killed in that, uh, in the tornado. And, uh, but one of them who was killed was uh, Lucia McFall. Uh, M-C-F-A-U-L and Phyllis you had uh, a dinner with her the night before the tornado. Is that right? Yes, I did. I was a member of a group called the Kalamazoo Community Chorale. And oh, at the uh-huh. end of our concert season, we had a banquet. And former members were also invited to the banquet. And that was a Monday night, and I went to the banquet, and I sat next to a woman I'd never met before because she was a former member. And I sat next to her, Lucia McFall, and we were talking, and she she was a former teacher. And, of course, I was a teacher at the time. And she had invited the whole group over to her house that summer for a party. 
So we were all thinking about, you know, the fun that we would have at her party. And the next day, now this was Tuesday, I left work about 3.30. I was a teacher. And this, and was, the day, this was the day of the tornado. I'm sorry to interrupt. But... Right. This was the day of the tornado. Yeah. The day was the night before. So after work, I drove down to Portage to a place where I would work out before going home. And I remember it was a nice sunny day. I came out of there an hour or so later. I could see all these black clouds over Kalamazoo, but I didn't think much of it. Drove on home to Galesburg, where I lived at the time. And then I began hearing, of course, on the news about the tornado. And then they started announcing the names of the people later in the day who had died. And Lucio was one of those uh, fatalities. And I could not believe it. It just kind of rocks your world. Because somebody that you enjoyed meeting the night before, you were looking forward to seeing her again, you know, when she was going to have us over, yeah. and suddenly, 24 hours later, she's gone. That really, really just made you think about the fragility of life. Just, um, it was just kind of unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it is to uh, have dinner with somebody and then they're gone. You right. know. Right. And I and I'll tell you I was standing she she died because she was right up right up against Gilmore's department store in downtown Kalamazoo and the when the tornado hit that building it tore the whole back wall out of the department store. And uh, it looked like just a, a, a somebody had sliced the wall right off the store. And she was underneath there waiting on the sidewalk. I think she was probably trying to get away into a parking garage, which was just across the street. But she didn't make it, and the wall fell on her and another person. And uh, when I got there, the firemen and the police were digging through that wall, and I remember them picking bricks up off the wall and saying, are you there? Can you hear me? Are you there? Can you hear me? And finally they got where they found uh, that there were two bodies underneath. And they actually, they, they, I think they probably were struck unconscious by the falling bricks of the wall, but actually they, uh, they suffocated under the weight of all those, the rubble, you know? Oh. So anyway, I, I, who knows what Lucia felt, you know, during that time. But everything is so sudden. Well, you and it, it's a reminder, too, that when one person passes, the, the loss of any one of us affects so many other people because we have our connections in the community and in our homes and with our families. And that any one loss starts a kind of a, a chain reaction, a web of connection. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and I, I uh, ten well might have been twenty years later. I discovered a woman who had uh, also gone through the tornado, and she was downtown, and she was exposed to it. But uh, in front of Gilmore's department store, there was a little tiny playground. Uh, Kalamazoo had taken uh, one of their main streets and turned it into a, like an outdoor mall. And uh, the city was famous for that. And uh, 
part of that mall was a little playground where kids could swing on swings. I think there was a teeter-totter in it. And, uh, well, Karen, you grew up here. You probably remember that. I remember and, that playground, and I remember the wall. That wall, Dad, couldn't have been more than maybe hip high on an adult and maybe lower than that, don't you think? Right. I think it was about three feet tall or so, yes. And uh, it was uh, surround that wall, that little wall surrounded this playground area. Well, this lady that I met 20 years later, uh, was caught on the mall in the tornado and she was running uh, to try to get into Gilmore's, I think. And she looked at the playground and there were two kids in the playground that were, you know, on the swings or, you know, they, but they were getting scared. They wanted their mommy and they were little kids like, you know, five years old or so. And she ran over to them and got even though she knew the tornado was coming and she grabbed the two kids one on each arm and squatted down or kneeled down against that wall as the tornado came and the darn thing it went right over her so you know tornadoes they skip and jump as they come across the land and i think that tornado just took a little hop over that uh uh, playground area and then landed on Gilmore's and that caused that back wall to go out of the store and killed Lucia McFall but oh. this lady she remembered that and she'd never told anybody about that I don't know what happened to the kid I mean they were all they weren't hurt she wasn't hurt she was horribly shaken and I remember even 20 years later when she was telling me the story, she just got really upset and started to cry. So I stayed with her a while and then then left I, to make sure she was all right. But uh, And I wrote the story, of course. But that's really something, how those happenings, you know, really affect lives. Well, and how seemingly random it is it sounds like phyllis from what you're saying that from where you were you wouldn't have known anything at all was happening so you had good weather where you were did you did anything storm like happen no i was down there um the workout place was on portage road just south of i-94 kind of around where millam and uh, portage road come together I remember coming out of there, bright sunny day, but like I said, over Kalamazoo to the north, I could see all these black, really, really black clouds. And um, I don't remember even storming anywhere that I was. I went home to Galesburg and I don't remember a storm, but I started hearing on the news about the tornado. My parents heard about the tornado. And of course, they're on the phone to make sure that I'm okay. And, of course, I wasn't anywhere near where the damage was. So it was just, it was just kind of bizarre that in such a, I lived, what, 10 miles east of Comstock. And I think it kind of, when it got to Comstock, I think it kind of lifted and um, went, was, went away. That was the end of it. it one mm -hmm. person died. He was putting gas in his truck. And the tornado blew him away from the truck and blew him over and killed him. Oh. And but that was that was 
at Comstock, Phyllis, and that's Comstock is probably four miles or so from Galesburg, right? Oh, I think it's farther than that, but oh, yeah? it's just okay. not, not that far. Yeah, yeah. Galesburg is a little village east of Kalamazoo. We'd say a suburb of Kalamazoo, but it's really not connected, uh, you know, by... No. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's country in between. Well, and I was at home in Parchment, so kind of maybe between Kalamazoo and Comstock. Is that right to say, Dad, north of Kalamazoo? Yeah, it's north north of Kalamazoo, yeah. And just a little bit west of Comstock. Yeah. And and for me, I was home by myself because Dad was at work. He was in the basement of the courthouse, although I didn't know it. And my mom at the time was at the Library Museum building, which was on the same kind of central square in downtown Kalamazoo that got so devastated by the... Yeah, it, it just got missed. It was a block away from the center point of the disaster area, you know. Wow. And I remember going, my, my little sister was at a friend's house, and just like your parents were calling you, Phyllis, my little sister called me to tell me that she was at her friend's house, they were safe, and they were going down in the basement, and they had Girl Scout cookies. Um, and so, (laughs) so she felt like everything would be okay. And I think, I think my mom must've called me and I could hear the sirens and I knew what to do. I was, uh, 15 in 1980. So I knew what to do. And we always, as kids growing up in Michigan, you get trained, you know, what to do and where to go to the basement and how to get ready and how to take it seriously. So I think my mom called and said, Hey, time to go to the basement. So I So I took myself, I took the little transistor radio, and I carried our reluctant Scottish terrier, Daffy, down the stairs to the basement, and I stayed there. The sky turned, and and I can't describe the color of green like a... I didn't like a khaki green, but just a dangerous green. Like it was, it felt so wrong. Um, And I went downstairs and although I could hear the wind picking up, the tornado didn't touch our house. It didn't touch any of the houses around us. But if I remember right, dad, the, one of the photos in the extra edition of the paper showed the tornado going over a home just a few streets south of where we lived is that am i remembering that right 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 it was across uh, across the park from from where we were where our house was yeah yeah it was just a couple blocks away oh my gosh so you it was a close it was a near miss you know yeah and maybe that's what I'll call this episode of Hey, Did I Ever Tell You About? Maybe I'll call it Heroes and Victims and Near Misses. Because if that tornado had skipped and jumped just a little bit, that woman hiding with the children in the playground, or Phyllis safe at home in Galesburg, or me hiding in the basement with Daffy and Parchment, it could have been a completely different story. That's right. That's right. And... And, and now here, 40 years later, we're remembering it. Retired newsman Dave Hager returns to this podcast regularly with more tales from half a century of walking a newsbeat in Indiana and Michigan. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and join us for the next tale in Hey, Did I Ever Tell You About... 